Chapter 64 Why You Must Raise Your Profile Earlier, I described how, if you have in place a reason to rave, a client might start to talk about their experience and highly recommend your practice when they're playing golf with an associate. Once, of course, such a recommendation might well have been enough to convince their associate to pick up the phone the following day and call you. In line with the whole argument of this book, though, the world is changing. In fact, we have in our pockets an oracle to which we refer for advice and insight before every decision, as well as to find out what we've seen that familiar-looking actor in before. Yes, Google. Research conducted by Google itself has revealed that our buying habits have changed significantly over recent years. You can check this research out for yourself by typing Z-M-O-T, Z-M-O-T, which stands for Zero Moment of Truth, into Google. Z-M-O-T revealed that people now carry out far more research before they're ready to buy, and, because there's so much choice, making a decision has become increasingly difficult. In fact, most of us worry so much about making the wrong decision that we procrastinate over making one at all until we feel we've explored all possible options. Zedmot also provided insights as to how potential customers build up sufficient confidence before they make a decision to buy. To return to our golfing scenario, if your client's business associate hasn't heard of you before, instead of just calling you, the most likely outcome is that they'll check you out by typing your name, rather than the name of your practice, into Google. The second most likely outcome is that they'll start their research on LinkedIn, again by typing in your name. And the third is that they'll search using the name of your practice. Have you ever tried Googling your own name without including that of your accountancy practice? It's an interesting exercise and often quite a wake-up call. To illustrate what I mean, I'd like to share a personal story. Although AVM was originally founded by Steve Pipe, Mark Wickersham and I were partners in a separate business that worked very closely and eventually merged with it. Despite being part of AVM from very early on then, and being heavily involved in creating many of its resources and its strategy, I was quite happy to remain in the background and to lead the team rather than get up on stage as Steve and Mark both enjoyed doing. In fact, not only were they on stage a lot, they also embraced every opportunity to publish content online in numerous accountancy publications and each had written several books. In short, they were incredibly well-known, liked and trusted within the global accountancy profession. Meanwhile, despite being managing director of AVN, I wasn't its face. Not that I had any desire to be. As an introvert and an extremely private person, I didn't enjoy being on stage, nor did I see any need to be. In 2015, however, both Mark and Steve made the decision to gradually step away from AVN to focus on their other passions. More on this later. At first, I was confident that... Having already been around for 17 years, AVN's reputation would allow it to carry on exactly as before, but I quickly discovered this wasn't the case. 
attendance at our events began to plummet, and it soon became apparent that people buy people, and I simply wasn't known within the profession. I even received emails from accountants that AVN had been marketing to successfully for many years saying I needed to establish a relationship with them before I began to market to them. It was a bit of a wake-up call to say the least. Reading the ZMOT research, luckily a colleague thought to suggest this, was one of those penny drop moments. I googled Shane Lucas to find out for myself what accountants we were marketing to would see if they looked me up. The results were horrifying. Despite being presented with thousands of results, not a single one on any of the pages was about me. In fact, the third entry on the first page was a news headline about a Shane Lucas based in Brazil who'd been found guilty of a horrendous crime. And be warned, sometimes even if it's obvious that a result isn't about you, it can still taint your name by association. I quickly realised that my Shane Lucas needed to dominate the first page of Google. After all, very few people ever get beyond that. So that in future, whenever anyone received something from me, they'd be able to find out more about me quickly and easily and avoid any negative connotations. What might potential customers find if they googled your name? Or if a business owner was looking for the answer to a question around areas such as bookkeeping, payroll and tax, would Google suggest links to your practice? Of course, as well as your own profile, you also need to raise that of your team. Remember, to build an accountancy business, you need to make sure it doesn't rely on you as an individual. Which means that my advice around how to dominate the first page of Google also needs to be followed by key individuals within your team. I'll also be sharing how you can build a relationship with those love-to-get but hard-to-get clients. That way, even if they're not quite ready to switch to you right now, when the time comes, you'll be at the top of the list because they already know, like and trust you. In other words, you already have what I call the KLT factor. Before we start, I appreciate that even the title of this chapter will appear daunting to some people. Raising your profile can feel very much like shining a spotlight on yourself. Look at me, it seems to shout. After all, many accountants are natural introverts and don't relish forcing themselves into the limelight. To overcome this, it's important to understand that it's less about shining the light on yourself and more about being a light bearer, or light bearers in the case of your team. As such, you'll be able to shine that light on the things that are important to clients and prospects, and once they identify you as the person shining the light, they'll begin to know, like, and trust you. It's important to remember that any content you share, whether online or offline, should be insightful and helpful. Too many people use social media or other platforms for audience engagement as a means of self-promotion, which simply puts people off. 